What's up, Mets fans? Happy Monday out here on Long Island, the Seven Lines headquarters, the Orange and Blue Thing Studios. I am Darren Meenan. That is Mr. Pete McCarthy. What's up, Pete? What's going on? How we doing? Uh, you believe in miracles? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I believe in miracles overall. Okay, so you don't believe in miracles for the New York Mets in uh, 2019? Not in 2019, no. I wouldn't say I'm a miracle guy with that. Are you Are you that optimistic? Are you keeping the faith right now? I didn't have faith three days ago. Then you you come off, uh, you know, granted it's the Marlins, but you go down there and take two or three. You look at the standings and you say, you know what? Six games back, yes, but they are the second to worst team in the National League. There are a lot of teams that have to hop on over to get back into this wild card race, but six games is not that hard to come back from. Darren, Darren, Pete, <laughs> don't do it to yourself. I'm doing it, man. Don't do it to yourself. I'm doing it. They won two out of three against the Marlins. <laughs> like, let's not Bobby be. Bobby no, he's hot. He's hot. <laughs> he's just going to go up the whole second half. That'll be it. You know, the, the bigger concern is the Mets have to make this decision, right? Are we in it or are we not by July 31st? Less than three weeks. Unless they're winning every single game from now until then, they have to be sellers. They have to move some of these guys. You got to wave the white flag on the season. They don't have a chance. They're as fluid as can be. I, I don't know how you could look at this team, watch this team all year, and go, ah, I think they can still do it. Well, you know what? The next couple of games, they are playing against the uh, first place. What is it? Uh, Twins? Next couple of days? And yeah, then after that, they do have a pretty soft schedule for the next month. Oh, so they are, playing, they, are playing with, they are playing games against a lot of teams with uh, similar records to us and just a little bit better than us on, in the wild card race. So they're going to San Francisco this weekend. <laughs> They're playing the Padres. They're playing the Pirates twice. I don't know. We'll see. If yeah, I, we'll if see. If I could make a <laughs> meme out of Pete's face right now, it would be awesome. <laughs> All right. So let's go to this because I posted this this morning just to get a, a feel for what the fans out there might be yeah, thinking. Yeah, see, that's a good thing to look at. Okay. So what do, how do you think this ended up? Did you look at the results? Oh, oh, this is the poll. I was just seeing the standings there no, no, yeah, and yeah. where that NYM is in relation to everybody else. Yeah, That's right a at the good bottom. thing to stare at for a good 20 <laughs> minutes, Darren, and then come back to come back to us. All right, so I'll let you talk me out of it. But right now, if you look at the standings <laughs> here, yeah, they are clearly six games back with a lot of, lot of teams ahead of them. But the poll I put up here uh, right after that says, uh, are you saying there's a chance? Miracles can happen or no shot. 50-50 dead heat results it's over the poll is over only 700 people vote but still miracles can happen 50 percent. no shot 50 percent. so well i will say this the mets have a better chance of making the playoffs than lloyd christmas does of getting with mary swans <laughs> all right so you have you're saying no shot season's over we're going through the motions let's just enjoy our time with our friends and family go to the ballpark have some some beers and uh play out the string Yes, that. <laughs> Do not get emotionally involved in all of this again. I think Do it's not impossible. let the next bullpen meltdown destroy your day. Do not do that. Do not let your guard down for this team because they won two out of three in Miami. Speaking of the bullpen, Familia. Oh, my God. What did they do with this guy? What oh can they do God. with him? There's, they already DL'd him or IL'd him. Right. With a an injury, yeah, sure. Here he pitched a little bit in the minor leagues. They're now using him in situations where he can't totally destroy the game, though he tried as, was on the seventh <laughs> as inning much yesterday? as he could yeah. yesterday. Yeah, loads the bases. I think he got one, one out. out in that inning, and Seth Lugo had to bail him out, pitching on back-to-back -back days. 
there's nothing really that you can do. You could just shut him down for the season and say, well, this is a lost cause and hope he comes back next year. And, geez, I mean, that's – the fact it's even close to being thought about is uh, – it kind of tells you where he is. I mean, what does he have, a 7.5 ERA? It I mean, could it be is, 50 by now. Who knows? It's crazy. It is absolutely nuts. He can't throw a strike. No idea where it's going. And when he does throw a strike, it gets tattooed. So yeah. there's no good answer as to what you do with Jerry's Familia, but you know he's going to be around the next two years. It's unfortunate. It's scary. Give us a shout, 631-388-5195 if you want to join in on the conversation. A lot to talk about here on a nice, sunny Monday. There's a heat wave coming in New York, so definitely stay hydrated. Oh, fix your AC. It's nice today. It's nice today, it's but this today. weekend's supposed to be like 99 degrees. It is? Oh, yeah. yeah this Friday and Saturday is going to be horrible. Let's oh. go. No, I hate that. No, no, no. That's the good stuff, man. Give me the We don't have a game, the heat, right? The muggyness. No. Oh, Let's live it up. The voice behind the scenes. Lizzie, how you doing, Lizzie? I'm doing great. All right. Playing a little catch-up here on Monday. So give a call. Lizzie will uh, field your calls, put you on with us if you have something interesting to talk about. And make sure you share the show because we're giving away two gift cards today for the Seven Lines website. $20 a pop. Spend it on whatever you want on our site. And uh, you know what we should start doing, Lizzie? What's up? I think like the uh, the gentleman that came last week to Alive After Five. Again, thanks to all you guys that have been visiting us out in Patchogue. Um Remember we owed him a gift card. Mm -hmm. I didn't think of it till he walked away. We should have just given him the gift card there. We could have given him that discount there. So what That's true. No, but I'd like to like keep a track of no, that's true. people but getting their stuff what or whatever. I'm, uh thinking now is for the gift card winners or if someone wins a gift card or guest gets one as a mm -hmm. gift, mm -hmm. they can certainly use it at our at our truck as well. Yeah, there's an option to po it. post that in there. Yeah, so for those of you listening or want to uh, come hang out soon, we will be back at Alive After Five next Thursday. It's been a fun time. It was raining last week, so I got nervous. I had to pull the TV off the truck a couple times. The thing is not weatherproof. So I, I saw the truck did some traveling last week. Yeah, I was driving you hit around. Hit the bagel boss? Oh, I did hit the bagel boss. <laughs> oh, what happened with that? You're not. Oh, I I didn't make the cut. I got in interviewed by Inside Edition when I get inside. What? So I went the day after. If you don't know, of course you know who the you bagel know. boss is by now. He started a Twitter account. He's trying to spread out his 15 minutes of fame here. Um, is it entertaining? No, it's horrible. Uh, like whoever like he hired to run his social, or maybe it's a friend of his. It's it's so bad. So the bagel boss man. I think it actually is at bagel boss man on Twitter has his own account now. Oh, but no. of course I had to uh, go visit the local uh, viral you know, sensation and hit the bagel boss on Thursday before a live after five. Um, Everybody. I just want you to know he was so psyched. Yeah. <laughs> Darren was like, I went there. Yeah. Chris. They got good bagels there. It's a good place. <laughs> it's not far from where I grew up. He's trying to make, uh, what's going on here? This thing is not changing. That's weird. Uh, anyway, he's trying to make t-shirts. He's got a whole bunch of stuff. I think the computer is frozen. Something's going on here. There we go. He's got t-shirts. You're not, you're not God or my father or or my boss T-shirts, which another company oh actually Rotoware put out, which is like I would I would buy that shirt, not from him. I'd buy the other shirt. He put all this together this quickly. Now he, he's got T-shirts with this stuff. This guy. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? He's followed by Brian Shoemaker, <laughs> <laughs> Tim Riley, uh, Frank Fleming, a bunch of people. How many that we followers follow. does he have? Uh, eight thousand six hundred and fifty-three followers. Oh my God! That's not a lot. You were rewarded. In four tweets. You're rewarded for the dumbest shit now. Yep. And it I agree. The awful. internet is it's shit. You awful, see these tweets often. World. It's like, stop making like people like this famous. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the internet, I mean, that's what the internet is. I mean, I, I, 
100% guilty of it as well. I drove there special just because I had to be there. Like the scene of the crime. Sure. There it is. We just promoted it. No, I understand. I'm like curious. I watched the video and it it seemed to me I, I, it had to be legit. Like people oh, think it was legit. a stunt in order to like promote his YouTube pages because he does this a lot on YouTube where he records it, but he wasn't recording it that time. No. It just so happened that somebody was in there taping him. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah on video everywhere you go. But yeah. so Inside Edition was like, hey, do you want to be on camera? I'm like, absolutely. I was trying to ham oh it up a little gosh. bit to be on, like be in the edit. So the lady's like, what brings you here today? I'm like, are you kidding? I drove her all the way from New Jersey. She's like, New Jersey? Really? I'm like, nah, I came from Hot Pog. But still, like, who <laughs> wouldn't want to be here right now? Bagel Boss is the hottest shit in the streets. Like, got to come out here and... Uh, represent whatever pack there did they have extra yeah business? of yeah. course they're doing they'd be dumb not to be doing no, extra known, business huh? out of this but yeah bagel boss man what else is in the news i asked you recently if you believed in aliens what did you say no aliens oh I, they're definitely aliens they're just not here okay yeah. did you see the thing that came up recently uh, uh what's his name uh bob lazar he's the one who broke like the area 51 back in the day he was the first to speak about it that's why it became a thing okay he was on with Joe Rogan, who's like the biggest podcast in the planet. And there is this thing set up. It's on Facebook. Storm Area 51 on September 20th. Over a million people say they're going to just storm the gates and try to get inside, which they'd all just get shot, obviously. But it's the, I, I RSVP'd, yes. So uh, September 20th, uh, me and Pete are going to go oh. to uh, <laughs> Nevada to go storm Area 51. Can we bring in the truck? Is that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going to get us through the gates? We'll bring, we'll bring Chris Morgan, the Bagel there. Boss guy. And uh, no, but seriously. No, Bagel Boss guy is not invited. No. Negative. Yeah. We'll see. We got to start. Uh, I don't know. I'll bring anybody we'll from out. Bagel Boss, but not the Bagel Boss guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got to give a shout out to our friends at McKellar. Pete's working for us on Water Night, so we can't partake in the nice beverages <laughs> that McKellar has sent over for us, but that doesn't stop me. <laughs> uh, what about what I got here? The. Say hey, Sally, one of my faves, one of the OGs. It looks like a good summer drink, just looking at the can. It is. I'll have it. two sips for you. Hey, Lizzie, any... any uh... What? Yeah. <sighs> All right. Say hey, Sally. Give a little shouty out to them. They want you to let you know, just like last week, that they are open every Wednesday night for their trivia night. So pop on over for trivia. Starts at 7 o'clock every week. It's free to play. They give it a lot of gifts, uh, gift cards for the winners. And uh, so on and so forth. But they also have uh, something coming up in the tap room for the weekends. <clears throat> so they have their weekend tailgate party. So this weekend, Mets versus Giants, um, they have the away game tailgate party. So it's uh, Friday through Sunday. Clearly, that's when the special uh, goes through for the games. $4 McKellar cans, McKellar lagers, I'm sorry, $7 steins and $10 pitchers along with 75 cent wings. So pop on pitchers. over. Yeah, it's a great deal, right? Yeah, it's a great You're right deal. there. I'm surprised you don't go to McKellar more often. So uh, pop on over to the, to the brewery over on Seaver Way down on the back of uh, Roosevelt Avenue behind the ballpark. So pop on over and tell them that Orange and Blue thing That's sent you. That's good beer, too. Absolutely. $10, $10 pitchers. Delicious beer. Absolutely. Uh, well, the last, uh, <laughs> the last pregame party we had there, I had just my regular 16-ounce pint glass, and the guy next to me had the Stein. And it's it's only a few bucks more. Like if you're going to be there for a little bit, definitely go for the Stein. When seven dollars Steins, a beer in the ballparks, well, like work fourteen those biceps bucks with the Stein. You yeah, know? the Stein hurts. <laughs> Have you seen the competitions holding the Stein? <gasps> oh, no I've way! Seen There's a competition. It. Yeah, they do yeah. it usually like dirt, like Oktoberfest and things like that. Yeah, not there. They should do it there, but a lot of the different places. You have to hold it straight out. Straight out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, you know, I'm sure. 
beer garden and places like that probably do it. We go to Oktoberfest every every year at Bear Mountain, and you walk around with the steins, and when they fill it, it you, it's heavy. Yeah, yeah. I hold it where like the stein is in my hand, and the handle is on the outside, so I hold it like that. Well, yeah, and then that's not the, the only next way. day it hurts right here. Oh, you like, mean as pressure. opposed to like holding I don't hold that? It like this. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. like, yeah, right, 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 right. You gotcha. need like strength. Uh, have you watched the good, the bad, and the hunger yet? No. It's so good. No, I forgot to record it, and I, I'm sure it's on. Do you have an Apple TV? Yes. It, well, the app, Apple TV, if you go to the ESPN app on the Apple TV okay. and just go to the search for 30 for 30, yeah. it comes up. Okay. Yeah, but, I have to. I want to watch this. I saw a lot of people like complaining about it. Like, what? Oh, why are we glorifying? Why is it 30 for 30 for competitive eating? Are you I'm kidding like, me? Come on. They're this athletes. Awesome. <laughs> Like, of okay. course. You're not curious about this? Like, yeah, how Joey Chestnut not... works out. They went to yeah. his house. He's like working his jaw out. It's, it's no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, got, they, they work jaw. They no, have to I'm, stretch their are you stomach. Kidding? There's like all kinds of training. The max, the like, the hot dog record before these guys started crushing it was like 25. And then Kobayashi comes out of nowhere, goes like up to 50. And now it's up to 74. Like, 74, They yeah, train. It's, they're thought. real athletes. Absolutely. They deserve a lot of respect. At least Chestnut is. I don't know about the rest of these, <laughs> rest of these guys. Danny's Nobody's within so 20 hot dogs. Right now. He's probably like, well, what the fuck? Danny, were you in Brooklyn? What? You were at the Cyclones outing? Yeah. I didn't see you at all. Me neither. I said hi to you and you just kept walking past me. Oh, look at that. I wasn't trying Did to you upstage you. I, gotta... I didn't see you at all. Oh. I sat and watched the game. Right? I saw your dad, though. Did you really? Yeah, I said hey to him. Yeah, it was a good time. I didn't see you. So the Cyclones outing was this past Saturday, and then there was a blackout in Manhattan. So a lot of people kind of <laughs> got stranded. They couldn't hop on the train afterwards. Uh, not stranded. I mean, maybe they took an Uber or whatever. But what was go were you in Manhattan during that? Yeah, so I, I lucked out. I was in an elevator coming down no 50 way. floors probably 20 minutes, not even, before the lights went out. So thankfully, I didn't get stuck. But then I went on the subway. So we go through 57th Street, 7th Avenue, and the whole station was dark. It was like seven thirty, something like it was that. Seven o'clock or something. Yeah. So it was. It wasn't pitch black because you had some of the subway grates and stuff. There was a little bit of light, mm -hmm. and there was light within the train. That's scary. That's freaky. But it, I would not want to be on a on a platform right You're hot underground. Too. There's well, it it would always be the same temperature. It's not like they have AC down there, but like true. You know, there's no lights. Like you can't see in front of you. Um. So it was it was strange, but the train just kept going. Like we stopped, picked people up, dropped people off, and then. Went on our merry way, and it didn't affect the subway line that I was on. So I tweeted about it, and then people responded blackout, and I started yeah, seeing yeah, what yeah. happened. It was I was oblivious to West. it from the we game. No but what, where did it go, like two hours, two, three hours, I think? Five. It depends on where you were. So Five. some places it took until, I think, close to midnight oh in order God. to get power back, and some people got power back quicker. I couldn't picture being fire. in an elevator for that. No, night. and no. there were uh, there was 400 calls, I think. That's to it. FD that's and not, more than that. No, I think that's what it was. Oh, for yeah. people in for, elevators? For people stuck in elevators, oh my God. yeah. What would be your go-to move if you got stuck in an elevator for five hours, let's say? I, I would try and put myself into a coma. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I would immediately like... Like try and fall asleep yes, or something. It's probably so hot, so cramped. Immediately curl up, try to go to sleep. Yeah, I fetus. remember this is like a 10-year-old video that went viral. There was this guy who got stuck in an elevator for like 72 hours, like some like really, really long, long period of time. And he was being taped the entire time. So they basically just sped up the video and you saw everything that he did and i remember for a long period of time like he took like 
all of the contents of his wallet out and distribute them on the floor and then put them back in. And then you see like 20 minutes later or whatever, he's doing it again. Like, cause you can't even play with like your phone. There's no service on your phone. Yeah, your phone elevator. would only operate until the battery's dead. And, and then yeah, you're done. And that, yeah. Here it uh, is, by the way. What? It's 41 hours. It has 9 million views. Footage of a man who spent 41 hours trapped in an elevator. Nicholas White takes a cigarette break. He smoked in the cigarette? He smoked in the elevator? I guess <laughs> you're by yourself. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, my God. You go nuts. Yeah. You it's just... like being in solitary confinement, basically. Yeah. yeah. But you don't know when oh you're going to get out. This is insane. 30 hours is way too long. One hour so far here. 17 hours, 20. Oh my God. Yeah. Explore the now space. Now he's just losing his mind on the floor. Oh, that's crazy. Well, he's <sighs> sleeping. Yeah, that's true. Wait, stop being realistic here. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's insane. But, um. Shout outs to, uh, to my friend Sergio. Uh, his wife was uh, in labor. The blackout happened at 629 and 30 seconds, and she had the baby at 630. So no it was way. like blackout, oh. the hospital, like everybody's freaking out, and she's having a baby. Oh, so that is gosh. not the way you want to bring Shout someone to this to world. Shout out to Sergio and Ashley. You guys are champions. Big time. Oh. I, I read about there was a wedding in Manhattan, and they didn't have power for it. So uh, apparently, like, for instance, the band, they didn't have microphones in order to and oh really God. play yeah. out what they're doing so the people that the guests of the wedding were singing along in order to kind of bring That's it all cool. up a little bit and apparently you know based on the stories i read i don't remember yeah, you gotta make it, the most of it people kind of kicked it up a little bit to make the best of a lousy situation how about the broadway you see all the broadway uh shows come out onto the street no look that up later so uh i guess people had tickets for broadway shows the cast came out on the sidewalk and just sang for them it was so cool that's huh. cool yeah so people were kind of you know what it is it's like it, it, it was, uh, you know, it was a weekend. People weren't really trying. Some a lot of people have to work on the weekends, but a lot of people who were maybe in Manhattan were tourists and whatever, and kind of just made the most. Because it, it was but, the, like Times Square went out. It was, yeah. you know, a touristy yeah. midtown area. I, I was in Manhattan for the blackout in two thousand three, and all my memories of it are positive. Uh -huh. Like everyone responded well. I remember walking down. I was up at like the boat basin or something. And had to walk down the pen. So it was a long walk. But people were basically giving away ice cream, I remember, because the store owners anyway. knew they, yeah. they couldn't keep it cold. So you get, like, some free ice cream, pick up pizza along the way, whatever it is. Like, everyone was cool about it, you know? I made so if it lasts, much... like, 30 hours, then you probably start getting the other things happening. But it was uh, it was fun. Like, people were just kind of hanging out on the street corner, BSing, drinking 40s, you know, whatever it is to make the time go by. I made so much money that night. I was working at a boat dock in Douglaston, uh, Little Neck Bay, and people who had no power in their houses were like, you know what, let's just go to the boat because we have a generator, we can crank up the AC and, you know, whatever, go sleep on the boat. So I'm driving them out to their boats and people who, they were basically setting up for a party. It was a weeknight. Uh, I don't know what day of the week it was, but it was a weeknight and they're like, all right, well, if it's going to be no power, I probably don't have work tomorrow. So they just turned it into a Friday, basically. Everyone had their coolers filled. I was getting tipped in beer and weed. I don't even smoke weed, but my friends were happy. And I uh, made a lot of freaking money that night. But anyway, we're going to rewind now a week. It's a week past already, but Pete Alonso quickly became a household name last Monday night, the Home Run Derby. He did. More importantly, we failed to win our Terribly. Derby. Terribly. We My failed yeah, to yeah. win the Home Run Derby bracket. We had the winner. Yeah, we did have... We did have the winner, clearly. Uh, you know what it is? Should have listened to you more. <laughs> with this, uh, you know, the 
the the timed version now instead of the swings or the outs changed the format clearly from the past few years or however long ago they've been doing it this way. But I think it's a lot more exciting. Uh, I think that the the final having two rookies in the final was great, great for baseball. And um, you know, uh, Pete Alonso was getting a lot of shit because saying you know he didn't hit nearly as many home runs as Vlad Jr., but he always went second, and that's a, that's a, a spot that he earned by the seeding. Some Mets fans got upset about this. No, 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 not Mets fans. No, I saw no, 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 because I, I know oh, okay. what you're saying. So Mets fans got upset about this, but Vladimir Guerrero Jr. won the night. Yeah, yeah, Pete yeah. Alonso won the derby. Right, right. It's okay. Right. Like 2008, the home run derby at Yankee Stadium. What do you remember? Hamilton. Josh Hamilton. He didn't win. Right. Do you know who the hell won? No. 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 <laughs> Nobody knows Justin Warno won that night. Right. Because it didn't matter. Josh Hamilton put on the show. The home run derby is about the show. Vladdy jr mm-hmm. put on the show absolutely it doesn't take away from alonzo he didn't have to put on the show he, he did couldn't. what he needed to do he walked off all three rounds he didn't have the ability unless he wanted to stay out there and right, just keep right, swinging right. but what it was evident to me i don't think i've ever seen someone try so hard to win the home run derby <laughs> right like usually guys are kind of smiling they're having some fun they start joking around with everybody when they get the gatorade and have the little break like, no, Pete Alonso was locked in, wanted to win this thing, needed to win this thing. And you understand he's playing for charity, Wounded Warriors, as well as Tunnels to Tower, something we've talked about uh-huh. uh, and, you know, donated, I think it was 5% uh, to each of those. So, you know, he was clearly playing for a larger purpose, but he wanted this thing. And you saw it when he finally did win. And he's like, I got a guttural scream out there at home plate for something that I, I think maybe up to this point has always kind of been you know, a mess around, let's have some right. fun kind of thing. And Alonzo definitely took it to the next level. But I think now that they're, they added the million dollar aspect to it, definitely uh, puts a little extra lead in the pencil there for these guys trying to win the thing. But uh, well, at you least know, it did for Alonzo. Well, yeah. Right? And afterwards he sounded like he was even getting a little choked up. You know, he's, he made the commitment to uh, donate to the 5% to each charity, which was a great gesture on his part. And he came through and won. So uh, I think it was a great night, clearly extra special for us being Mets fans. But I think that it was entertaining as hell. I'll, for I'll sure. For sure. Absolutely entertaining. But he almost got hit by a pitch in the final. So, like, he definitely could have. <laughs> Alonzo had to overcome some things, right? Yeah, his, yeah. his cousin wasn't exactly Greg Maddox uh, putting right. it right where he wanted in those spots. It, it was kind of all over the place. And I think what it showed is how good a hitter Pete Alonzo is. He's taking pitches that are like a foot off the plate outside and going to right field with them. He used the entire field during a home run derby like to be that strong where you can hit it out and to be able to handle pitches all over the place. It's not like, all right, just groove me in the same spot and I'll hit 10 in a row. It was, it was challenging for Alonzo yeah. considering who was pitching. To Absolutely. Him. So uh, this Friday, this past Friday, was Brody's first time speaking with the press mm-hmm. in I don't even know how long. But the, the there was a lot. I thought it was going to be a live thing. I thought maybe it would have been on the Mets Periscope or something. But it I was, caught little snippets. I think snippets. SMY Facebook Did they? live. Yeah. I didn't actually get to watch the entire thing. I just saw what the what the beat has put up after the fact. I but, saw the whole thing. Oh, you did? Yeah. So what was your takeaway on it? Uh, what was my takeaway on it? I mean... It, I guess if you wanted like the pound of flesh, did you come away satisfied? Well, you know, he said they came and got us, but he said it with you know kind of a smile on his face, and he knows he knows that's that's like the line that's going to be everywhere, right. that's going to get picked up everywhere. There's nothing that really changes anything based on what he said. 
Um, you didn't get any grand answers for how they screwed things up and why it's going to be better going forward. What you really have, I think, is he talks so much smack in the offseason, and it's such an embarrassing result here during the season that uh, that's what matters. Yeah, is what he yeah. said and what he believed about this team months ago not coming to fruition at all, I think definitely leaves you questioning his ability to know how much talent he has on the team at a given time and how good they can be because they haven't been close right, to what right, he right. was promising in the offseason. Did you happen to catch him on with Francesa? No. <clears throat> All right, listen to this clip here. We've made real strides this year that I think are going to, to benefit us uh, not just next year or tomorrow, but for years down the road because we've got, uh, we've got an entire, entire organization that's committed to developing more talent, and creating a creator more of a sustainable approach for us. And Listen, you're all gonna you, you, that's gonna fall on deaf ears right now. Your your fan base doesn't trust you because you you promised them a winner this year and you've been terrible. So they don't trust you right now. They're gonna look in, at your actions. That that's what's gonna show them is that if you guys go out there and do better, then they might believe again. But right now they don't. You know they don't trust you because they don't believe in you right now because they think that you have done a lousy job and you have done a lousy job for the first half. But you know what? It's only half a season. So let's see where it goes from here. But right now they're not gonna believe what you say. You know that. I mean. I mean, they're just not because you thought you were going to have a winning team and right now you're the second worst team in the league. I mean, so they, they were expecting a lot better this year. Yeah, I think they were. And so were we. And we feel their pain and we're, uh, we're not going to quit on them. Thanks very much for coming on. I appreciate it. All right, right. Brody Van Wagenen back after this. Hey, and that's what it, you got the back after this in there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's exactly what I think the fan base feels. There's nothing he could say. It's going to fix anything. I don't care if he wins a press conference. And clearly he's adept at handling tough questions and spinning and, and doing all of those things. You watch a press gathering with Brody Van Wagenen versus, say, Mickey Calloway. Uh-huh. And Brody is very good at handling these situations even when the tough questions are coming in. But it doesn't matter. It's not about winning press conferences for him. It's about winning trades and winning moves and then winning games. That's what the fans want to see. Well, I like that. You know, in the beginning when Brody was first on with with uh, Frances, I think it was November, right after he got hired, mm-hmm. and he's asking him, who's your leadoff hitter? You know, he's asking kind of unrealistic questions before we even got to spring training. But now I like that it, we're more than half the season through, and Frances is still hard on him. And I think that, you know, he kind of called him on his bullshit right away, you know, and um, saying the fans don't trust you. And the fans said, you said you're going to have a winner and you don't. So let's fix this thing. But speaking of press conferences and uh, maybe some miscommunication, because it seems to always happen with this team, <laughs> Mickey Calloway says one thing. Rosario says the other thing. Yeah. Why don't they ever just get on the same freaking page? It's not even being on the same page. It's like, I don't, I don't get what they're trying to do in this situation. So long story short, Med Rosario hit a pop-up. It fell in. He was only at first base instead of second. Rosario's not in the lineup the next day. The reporters ask, hey, Mickey, why is a Med out of the lineup? Well, it's a day game after a night game. Giving him a routine day. Right after the All-Star break? That's kind of weird, but okay. Then he talks to the SNY broadcasters separately and tells them, yeah, it's it's a half-disciplinary thing for not running out the pop-up. Rosario said the same. Yeah, so Wayne Randazzo talks about it on air. Then after the game, yes, the reporters talk to Rosario. He says it's disciplinary, and Mickey still won't say it's disciplinary. And it's like, 
why it's such a minor thing. If anything, this is something that could give Mickey Callaway some points with yeah. the, the fans and the, the media, right? Like, you know what? We're not going to take this, the lack of hustle. This is something that guys got to be better at. It's the time of the season now, unless you believe like Darren, where you're looking <laughs> ahead and you want to try to impart some lessons for these guys so they're better players going forward. And for some guys, this is significant, right? Uh, Jimmy Rollins went through this in Philly with Charlie Manuel, where he benched him for not running a, a play out. And I think Jimmy Rollins is a better player for it in the long run. And I, I don't know why there's got to be this game. Like, does Mickey feel like he's protecting Rosario by not saying it? Rosario well, doesn't care. He's telling the media as much anyway of what happened, and he knows he was in the wrong. So it's the same stuff over and over and over with this organization. And whether it comes from the top, the front office, the manager, uh, you know, the GMs and managers have changed, and yet it's the same lack of communication, right? The the people in the uh, the the media relations department have changed over the years. Like everything has changed except the top, and it just why is it always a clown show? I don't show? know what we were It's just a clown show <laughs> all the time. And this is a really small example of it where it's not a big deal in the grand scheme of things, but it's a microcosm of everything that's wrong with this organization for years and years and years, and it never freaking stops. I don't know what we were saying last week, but I, I referenced the game of telephone, and it's exactly what happens. Well, this isn't like one person says one thing and, it, and the story changes, changes. It's Mickey's asked point blank and just doesn't answer it truthfully if if that's really what happened and you took he must have told rosario that because why would rosario say that to the press so just fucking Absolutely. stand by it yeah it's it's unbelievable uh 631-388-5195 give us a call chime in on the convo also remember to share the show if you want to win a gift card for the seven lines website 20 bucks you could use it on our site or at the seven lines mobile truck we will be back at alive after five next thursday and then uh two thursdays after that it's every other Thursday until the 8th of August. Unless there is a rain out, then it'll be August 22nd, and that will be the end of the Patchog little festival there. Hmm. Um, We've covered a lot of ground this show, by the way. We, we do Aliens, Rosario, <laughs> Bagel Boss Man. I didn't know anything Gosh. about this alien story or uh, Ra Bob Lazar going on with um, uh, Rogan. And the other day, I just randomly had a thought. I said, I really want to see a UFO, UFO before I croak. I wrote it on Twitter. I have to see one. I really want to see it. I want to know it's possible. Yep. I want to know it's true. I want okay. to know they really exist. So you don't want to see a UFO because that's just unidentified. You want an identified want alien flying object. I want a confirmed yeah. okay. alien object that is not here to blow us up that I can you be like, well, even I if saw they do, it. Even if they do blow us up, like you want to be here for the end, right? Like the, the grand finale of humanity, like you kind of want to be around for that. I'm shocked. Because that, you, you freak you out at like, anything ends. that has to do with space. And Only because I don't know anything about it. Like I, I don't know. I, I hate things I can't explain and I can't explain space, but at least if I know that that is an alien object and it's real and it's here, I'd be so freaking pumped. Then last night, yeah. I Am Legend is on. I'm like, oh my God, here we go. Uh, <laughs> the last guy around in New York City driving through with his uh, uh, Bob Marley bumping. I don't know. Um, yeah, dude, you wouldn't want to see that? No, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, you know, any... Sig that would be the most significant event in human history. Of course you want to be around for that, right? Like, it's like being around for Jesus. Like, that's a pretty good time. <laughs> We're still talking about the guy you know, all these years later. And 
<laughs> yeah. Worshipping, right? I, I mean, I you know, hate the unexplained. That's kind of a cool time to be around, right? Like you want to be around for the really yeah. important stuff. I don't even like to think about other planets. I don't like to think about the universe. It, it, it freaks me out. Uh, anyway, thinking of uh, more things that have been freaking you out. Have you been freaked out by how uh, Steve Gelbs, for one, and some other guys have been pushing this down our throats for two days that Cano is back? <laughs> uh. Saturday night I'm in the bus after the blackout I'm reading everyone's timelines we took the longest route home through Brooklyn to get back to the highway because the, the bus can't jump on the parkway there uh, for the belt but oh, my timeline is Cano is uh, turning the corner he had one home run against the Marlins on Saturday night and it's like this guy's back I mean I would love to see it I'd love to see it. Wait, he hit a second yesterday. Great. Wow. Big deal. Two home runs. What do you have, six now? Thank you. Well, come on. He's going to be the MVP candidate the second half, Cespedes style, and lead the Mets Great. into the playoffs. That's what you foresaw at the start of the show, right? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see it. I don't want to shit on Cano here. It's just that I can't get excited about yeah, you a guy coming in and hitting his sixth home run on July. What is it? 15th? Well, this is this is the whole thing now. Because and, and maybe you're still thinking they're playing meaningful games, and some fans are out there thinking that as much. And that's fine. Knock yourself out. Fifty percent. To me, uh, it's all about you're looking ahead to either next season or maybe even a couple of seasons ahead. And I guess if you're just looking to next year, let's say Robinson Cano does have the kind of second half that you would have expected from him over the course of the season. Let's say he does hit 295 and drives some balls out of the ballpark and plays decent at second base. Well, what does that really do? For you, do you suddenly then have optimism next year that you're going to get the second half Cano and not the first half? I mean, you'd feel better about him than if he were to continue on the path he was on in the first half. But I, I, I this is a failed season for him, no matter what. And that trade is a failure because it was built to win now and to win in 2019. So I, I don't think you're getting all that much out of it, even if he does hit out of his mind over the course of the second half of the season now. So unfortunately, you're, you're, you're playing for next year again. I can't find it, but I think I read somewhere over his last like seven games, he's hitting 311. So I don't know, whatever. Uh, just well, that was one of the things at Brody's press conference. He's like, he's hitting 318 at home. Who people cares? didn't. People, that is that what it was? People didn't get the uh, the tweet the other night because it was a real thing that Brody was trying to do the Hulk Hogan to the the Seven Army when he was sitting with us yeah. about uh, Cano getting on base uh, in the Subway Series. And uh, I wrote a a tweet the other night saying that here's Brody to you know after mm. that home run and people thought that it was like a positive thing but it was supposed to be a joke but uh, the internet sometimes doesn't always come off the, the same way that you want to uh, uh, portray your tweets there but I don't know I'd love to see it see the guy come I mean we're stuck with him anyway so wouldn't you rather him be playing better than worse and uh, it's just a shame that if he is going to start coming around that it, this didn't happen in freaking April because the Mets granted this past weekend was their first road series win since April 3rd. It is also their first series win since uh, June 7th through 9th against the Rockies at I can't home. believe so they won a series a in June. That's kind of stunning. I wouldn't have guessed that. They split a couple. So they split a couple and they won one in June. Like, big freaking deal. So. We got to skip June next year. Maybe the aliens can come June 1st, <laughs> delay the baseball season 30 days, and then the Mets can pick it up on July 1st. Well, How about so that September next September 20th, when we go to Nevada, are you going to wear any kind of shirt? that has an alien on it or anything no it's like that's like wearing the band t-shirt to the concert right yes. you can't wear the alien Dan stuff i think danny does that <laughs> do you do that <laughs> wear the band the do you wear your astro world shirts to the astro you world can, concert you can be honest oh, he oh does. yeah, See, yeah he he's, does. he's one of those 
kids. The kid, they kid, don't know. Kids. The yeah. kids. They don't understand. It's, there's a certain thing you just don't do. Like you don't wear the Metallica T-shirt to go watch Metallica. You just would you wear an alien T-shirt to welcome the aliens? Hell yeah! See, I saw Independence Day. Remember the lady had the sign on top of the oh, building yeah. welcoming the aliens. What do they do? They, they bombed her. her right out of there. They zapped her. Exactly. Do you think you anyone's can't. ever been abducted? And like the the, no. the light beam comes down and sucks them in. No. What no? The I don't think a human has ever interacted with an alien. <laughs> ever? Ever. Well, this Bob Lazar guy says that there's nine spacecrafts in uh, Area 51, and he was hired in the 80s to reverse engineer, and they flew them. I got a question about this guy. Is he trying to get people to rally up? And no, no, no. He actually Area wrote, 51? no, 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 no. He, he said not he to He came do out it. and said, this is a bad idea. Right. You're going to get so, shot. Don't do this. This Bob he, guy's got one good idea. Is he on drugs? Uh, maybe. Look him up. I'm... I'm well, has I he go down this rabbit interacted hole. with aliens? He, right, I think he said no, okay. Bob Lazar. Uh, I think he hasn't interacted with aliens, but he's been in the spacecraft, mm -hmm. and he was hired to reverse. I don't know if he, this is why he was hired, but he was reverse engineering a spacecraft that they had acquired, maybe it crashed, to fly it. And that's what he says. Oh, you're not buying it. Definitely looks like he's crazy. Okay. You're not buying it. So no, it does make me think of the best recurring current Saturday Night Live skit that uh -huh. they do, and it's um, Coneheads. No, no, no. Oh. It's a current one. It's it, it, you'd have to be watching the last year or so, and it's basically like a couple of men and alien and have this like magical experience and this great story, and then I, I can't think of her name, but she's the Kate McKinnon. She's uh -huh. the funniest cast member on the show and she plays a character that's like kind of broken down a little bit and the aliens like tortured her or grabbing at her or whatever it is and yeah. their way of describing things is uh is phenomenal there's a show i think that it broadcast last it night or premiered last night it's all about comedians and uh kenan uh from snl kate mckinnon uh no is it kenan Oh, uh, Keenan Thompson. Keenan, Keenan, I'm sorry. And uh, Jeff Foxworthy and someone else. They were the hosts. They were the guests. So it's almost like uh, American Idol for a comedy. It was pretty cool. I watched a little bit of it before I passed out. I was freaking exhausted yesterday after Saturday's uh, whatever you want to call it. It was a game, but it was also just a party. The outfield experience of the picnic area and all that. They, I don't know how. I say it all the time. I have no idea how the Cyclones make even a dime or a penny on our group because you get the shirt, the hat, the open bar, which is not just like mixed like, uh, like some crap it's uh mixed drinks spiked seltzers brooklyn beers like anything you want for multiple hours and food for 60 dollars in new wow. york i don't know how and possible. you're getting a baseball game and the game yeah and the game it's wow. unbelievable but what's uh, the game is it... it was good they won yeah, yeah scouting good. report good amount of strikeouts i was sitting next to john flynn who uh calls us sometimes he's uh he he's great with numbers and stuff, and uh, he was a fun time to sit next to. And I, Danny, I guess was there too. I didn't. Did you guys leave early? <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> wow! If your dad's watching, congratulations for not leaving the game early. Uh, shout out I to us. I actually watched the game this time too. Yeah, right. I was watching you guys dancing back there. Yeah, no, cornhole. I went. I went to section three and sat right next to Rachel Wynn. Oh, how about that? Mm -hmm. Awesome. Shout out to Rachel. Great to see you out there. 631-388-5195. Give us a shout. Share the show if you want to win a gift card. Uh, some unfortunate news that came out a few days ago from an event that actually happened over a month ago. Dwight Gooden in the news again was arrested in New Jersey for uh, cocaine possession. So, um, I guess, I mean, I don't want to think for doc. I mean, I don't clearly I wasn't there and I'm not doc, but to get arrested for it and then kind of go back to business as usual, a couple of days later, I know he's been doing some work at some camps and clearly he, if you've been following him along, he's been, uh, out at the all-star game and, and doing, doing his thing. But 
I think it was June 7th when he was arrested, and we're now over a month later. I don't know how this, maybe it's like how the Mets Mets operate. Things get leaked over a month later uh, that he it came out that he was arrested. It wasn't instant. It was yeah. over a month, a month yeah. and a half. Yeah, I don't know how these things get picked up. And then once they are, everyone kind of runs with it. But Yeah, once it goes out, once people get wind of it, that's it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, just the event, uh, it makes your heart sink, right? Of course. It's been... 33 years since he missed the parade uh, during the 1986 World Series. And he's been fighting this for that long, fighting the addiction. And, you know, you, I interviewed him back in November when Jacob deGrom won the Cy Young. And, and you know, it was just over the phone. But he sounded great. He was into talking about DeGrom, clearly had watched a lot of his starts and was in, invested and very happy that DeGrom was able to to win this award and also talked about how difficult that next season can be sometimes where you're trying to match what you've done in the past. And, um, you know, I, I just, um, again, it just makes your heart sink that he's continuing to, to battle this. And yeah. Obviously, it's not. Uh, he had talked about being clean for X amount of years and, you know, the the clock restarts, I guess, but it's a yeah, it's scary situation. I mean, I read a little about it, a little about it, and I guess he was driving somewhere in Jersey mm-hmm. and uh, was driving under the speed limit yeah. and not signaling when he was changing lanes. That's what uh, led to the, him being pulled over. Then they found the uh, couple bags on him. So unfortunate situation. I mean, you know, uh, thankfully I don't have any firsthand uh, experience with addiction of that level and I, I'm, I'm sure it's a lot easier said than done like oh why don't you know you have a lot to lot to live for you know why don't you just get rid of this or get over it and it's, clearly it's not that easy but um, hopefully uh, Doc gets the help he needs and finally puts this to rest because there's certainly a lot, a lot of people out there that care for him and maybe when he gets in certain situations maybe he doesn't feel that way I don't know but um, he's been around a lot more lately he definitely goes down to uh, um yeah, I think, camp and I think that's what makes it a, a little tougher is because it, it seemed like he had been on the right path, yeah. right? Like when they did the 30 for 30 with Daryl and Doc, you could see that and, and you saw that Doc wasn't in a good place. Right. But recently, as you mentioned, he'd been out and about in the public more and it seemed, all right, you hope he's turned the corner and then you, um, you know, read about this this week. So, yeah, I mean, um, I don't know. There's, there's not much more to say than that, but yeah. hopefully he, he can uh, get the help and, and finally put this to rest. But speaking of uh, putting things to rest, this isn't, really, bingo. this isn't really putting things to rest. It's kind of stirring the pot a little bit more. But this week in Sports Illustrated, I don't know if they're still weekly. I think they are. But they put out a full page of Mets bingo. So just to kind of uh, hammer down the fact of how much crap has happened to this team this season, they have uh, something – uh, you know, a, a Mets bingo on there with things circled that have already happened and then some things that they think may happen before the end of the year. Um, let's just sur- read a couple that have been circled. Uh, manager curses out reporter for saying see you tomorrow. Allowed 10 plus runs in nine games before the All-Star break. Mistakenly include living people in the Memorial Tribute video montage. Fireworks show at their minor league affiliate stadium turns out Turns into a full-on brush fire. That was during the uh, 4th of July last week. Uh, lose seven straight games. Manager just justifies altercation by saying Billy Martin punched a reporter one time. So there's a bunch of stuff on here. Um, <laughs> to be on there. Let's see. Ones that aren't circled yet. Uh, you got a chance for a couple of them. So uh, I, I too, 
You could read that from there? Well, I read it earlier. Okay, I too would be uh, call up Foreman, former Heisman winner Tim Tebow. You definitely have a shot at that, even though he's not hitting. But I, I think you're going to have a hard time getting the full diagonal bingo. I don't think they're going to sign Bobby Bonilla to another contract. <laughs> well, I was trying to see if we could realistically get it. Like I did a, a fake bingo board on Twitter last year just for like a game, uh-huh. and I had all these you know terrible outcomes for the Mets, and they almost got bingo. They crossed off like eight of the boxes. One of the worst games they played all year out in Arizona. Uh, so you never know. Sometimes they're capable of surprising you and, and pulling some of this off. You know, the bottom bingo one is something with Mr. Met. Yeah. Which one? Is uh, Mr. Met arrested for removing the tag on a mattress he doesn't own. Eh. That's funny. I think actually out of all these, the one that I could see actually happening would be G1. Catcher blames groin injury on faulty cup. I could see that one actually coming true. Yeah. Because why you wouldn't wear a cup and play baseball is beyond me. But actually, some guys still don't wear one. Uh, let's hit the line. Talk to Yadier Molina about that. I know, one. right? Mm. Uh, Adam, East Harlem. What's up, Adam? What do you got? Hey, Darren. Hey, Pete. What's going on? What's up, Adam? Uh, I just wanted to ask you guys. I know you guys went to the Cyclones game the other day. I didn't make it. I was at the one last year. But I saw in like some New Jersey newspaper report that they added a new room for like kids with autisms. Like, if the game gets too much for them, they can go and oh, they no can way. like try to get away from it. Actually, I just tweeted the link at you a couple minutes ago. I don't know if that helps, but uh, I'm curious if the Mets might ever do something like that, you know? Because the, the report in the newspaper was saying it only costs like maybe 20, 30 grand, something like that, to build the room. No way. It's like, a great idea. Yeah, and like apparently like the, the ADA, uh, it's, not, it's like it's more than just ramps, you know? Like apparently City Steel has something where you can ask and they'll give you like noise-canceling headphones or something like that. But I was just, you know, I'm, it was so surprising that Brooklyn was the first place to try it out. It was so cheap. I'm curious if you guys saw it, if you guys, you know. No, were. I mean, you're the, fir- you're the first bringing it to my attention, but I got the website up now. It's on uh, NorthJersey.com. It says, Puzzle Piece Playhouse is Brooklyn Cyclones Sensory Safe Room for Those with Autism. I think that's a great, great uh, job by the Cyclones. That's it. Yeah, this is great. So thanks for bringing it to our attention, for sure. Yeah, um... I hope all is great. Uh, thanks for everything. hope that water is nice and refreshing, Pete. I bought the H2O. <laughs> it's not as good as I'd like it to be. Trust me. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> thanks, Adam. All right. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Well, it's a really great idea. Um, a friend of ours uh, owns a place out in uh, Riverhead called Safari Kids, I believe it's called. But they have a similar style of room in, in the playground area <laughs> to this. And uh, I think this is a great idea and uh, definitely something that I think that families with children with autism would definitely take part of or use. use. So uh, that's, that's great. So uh, thanks, Adam, for the call. Um, so, Pete, I know you got a busy week. You're, you're pulling a lot of, lot of uh, duty, a lot of uh, shifts over there at SNY. How was the thread last week? Good, yeah. A good you time Friday. 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 Yeah. Yell at JJ a little bit. Go back and forth. Uh, yeah, it was fun. So I'll do that again Wednesday, Thursday. And then I think Mark Melusis must be on vacation this week. So I'm doing some of the nights. So I'll be there tonight as well. No Met game to break down. But yeah, there's always a topic, whatever it might be. Well, <laughs> I'm hoping that by uh, next Monday, you start becoming more of a believer here because uh, – there are still two and a half months of games to be played. <laughs> Look, you guys can, uh, you know, they could win seven in a row, and I'll maintain the team's still not very good, and you guys can just, you know, come bug me, and then when they make the playoffs, I won't be allowed to enjoy anything, you know, <laughs> whatever it is, it's fine. 
but I'll keep my emotional sanity for the next month, and I think that's that's worthwhile. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so our friends at Leverland are back. We have to get someone online now for uh, what's in the box. Last week, we ran out of mugs, so uh, Lumberland mugs are back. We had one. We didn't have two last week. That's why we skipped a week. But the one that is my favorite is still out it's there. still out there. All so right. uh, if you want to play what's in the box, give us a call right now, 631-388-5195, and we'll put you through. And you can just pick one, two, three, or four. Whatever is in there, you get to win for free. Speaking of free, last week, people think I'm – Trying to pull a fast one here, but my Lizzie knows I have to borrow her phone half the time. My phone, when I'm doing uh, a video recording, it's all static. So we had a woman who, uh, shout out to Roxy, Roxy's Ice Cream, who parks next to us at Live After Five. She puts her hand in the box to pull the ticket for the winning transaction of the week, which thank God was uh, just a t-shirt again. <laughs> and um, right as she's about to say the number, it's like, <laughs> so people thought that like I was trying to pick a ticket that was just going to be one t-shirt but you can read her lips it says like 184227 or whatever it was and um i gotta get a new cell phone unfortunately i didn't i like to buy a phone when i absolutely like the last possible day i, that agree. I can get out of it i've been on this phone for two and a half maybe three years now and it's mostly fine but the battery apple screws with it they do done. that shit on purpose yeah i know how it works but i'm like i'm gonna maintain it that's why i'm always charging it over here when i come in because i'm on the train and it's good for like one train ride then it's dead um anyway yeah unbelievable but i'm trying to delay it like i don't want it works well enough so you that's know, how you I don't am. want to get rid of it i tried to trade it in and they're like nah, it's got a scratch on the back like, i don't on. like trading it in i don't i don't trust trading it in i think keeping the phone oh you can hold on to them i have lot some of my stuff old on there. ones but i don't need this yeah i think keeping the phone is the best route so um i wanted to pull in dan here for a little bit before the end because i think that uh, we only have him for a couple more weeks. Not not yet, Danny, but we only have Danny for a couple more weeks. And I think that um, you might be a nice resume builder to help uh, say, you know, I was a uh, live personality here on a little streaming show we do weekly here. And uh, maybe you'll take my chair one day before you leave. When, when's your last day? Um, August something? August 15th. Jeez Louise. He, he leaves on August 15th. I'm going to have to start packing orders again? <laughs> one month for today. I don't even want to think about it. I don't like it. it. Yeah. Tell me about All right, it. let's get to this. Time for everybody's favorite game. What's in the box? Presented by Lumberland.com. All right, we got Mindy. What's up, Mindy? Hey, Darren. How you doing? We're doing all right. You had fun hey, on Pete. Saturday? Hey, Mindy. Uh, what? I can't. What? Did you have a good time on Saturday? All right. Shout out to, to that outing at the Brooklyn Cyclones. It was so awesome. Awesome. So uh, one, two, three, or four, what you want? Uh, I'll take two. All right. Is it a, is it a mug? Oh, boy. A gift right. card again. Get a $40 gift card to Lumberland. Oh, yes. Woo! <laughs> all right, Mindy, we'll get this out to you, all right? Oh, that's awesome. And thanks again for that Cyclones outing. It was amazing. I know you said it wasn't all you, but from the bus to the outing to everything, it was it was wonderful. Thanks, Mina. I'm glad you had a good time. Definitely try to uh, come out next year, too, right? I will definitely try. All right. Have a good one. Congrats, Mindy. Okay, you too. Bye. The bus was, uh, the bus was great. The bus had, was great. The bus was a fun time. Um, 
I didn't realize that we took a year off because I was trying to think of what shirts we wore or what we got as part of the package. And Mindy's right. I don't do anything for this. I We set up the date and they do everything. So the Cyclones, a lot of the times the outings are, it's a lot of work for Lizzie and I, but for this, we kind of just show up and, and they kind of do their thing. But we had the first couple of years were t-shirts. Then this year was the jersey and last year was the blue jersey. Um, we'll see what we come up with next year, but uh, still time to share the show. Be in the running for the gift card, the $20 gift card for our site, and uh, then we'll call it a show. You going back home after this? What are you doing? I'm going to go grab lunch with my dad, and nice. go home for a little while for dinner, and then a little resting up. Scoot, scoot into SNY and yeah, yell about things there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, share the show. Lizzie, let me know when you're ready. Ooh. Lizzie will take care of the FB, and I will do the Twitter. Um. Let's talk to Danny before we leave. Um, okay, let's do this. I'm ready. When okay. Uh, let me know. And stop. Samil Gutierrez. Gutierrez. Okay. And you won. Send a note. And then I'll do the little Twitter here. Oh, he lives in Iowa. Cool. Uh, all right. Let me know. Pete. Stop. Uh, hold on, do it again. Uh-oh. Oh, hold on, not yet. Okay. Stop. <laughs> right, I didn't think I could screw up. Before this I want to say the name, <laughs> I want to make sure this guy has not won before. Mike Carbonaro at LT Carbo. You win a gift card. All right, cool. So, uh, Danny, pop on here for a second. I want to talk to you. Because I saw this thing floating around on the, on. On the Twitter. And oh, you know what? Before I do that, I got to show the, the uh, Lumberland side. I, I somehow didn't do that yet. So uh, pop on over to Lumberland.com. They got all your bat mug needs. If you want to get some custom stuff or you're looking to pick up any of the Mets players or maybe you're dating someone that is a fan of the team across town, they have the MLBPA license. So you can select the team, select the roster and uh, pick up your favorite mug over on Lumberland.com. Don't forget to use our special promo code OABT for 15% off. I saw someone actually tweeted us the other day, and you replied to them, uh, Pete, for the code. OABT, mm-hmm. um, baby. OABT, 15% blue, off. Lumberland.com. We love Lumberland, and uh, they'll treat you right. So, uh, Danny, What's up? I saw this thing floating around the other day on the Twitter, and it said something about what ca- it was like a col- it was like something about kids in college. Oh, what's God. your major or something? Right. So wh- what was it? Mine. Yeah. What do you want to do? You want to do play by play, right? Yeah. So your goal is to be a play by play guy. Either what sport? Play by play, radio, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, whatever sport. Honestly, I, I like them all. So whatever. So if do- I had a preference, though, it would probably be hockey. Uh, that's tough, though, isn't it? Do you, do you ever Hockey's practice? the toughest one to call. It's got to be. Because the players are rotating the entire well, time. I've been, I've been watching There's hockey and playing action. hockey for so for a while. So, I mean, I'm kind of, I would say I'm pretty good I feel with like the, the game, names so. are hard to pronounce. Like, the hardest part, I feel like. Um, yeah, that's what it was. What's your what's your uh, your major there or whatever? So, um, do you ever practice? You ever practice, like, baseball or anything like that? I mean, sometimes if I'm playing, like, video games or something, I'll knock out the... Uh, the commentator volume and i'll just do it myself my parents get pissed off because i start screaming and stuff but besides, <laughs> but besides that uh i mean if i'm watching the tv sometimes i'll lower the volume and do yeah, it. yeah i try know. 
Sometimes, yeah. Well, listen, uh, I hope you do become the play-by-play -play guy one day because they're going to want this footage of, uh, you know, a little behind the scenes for when you're, you know, in your 30s and you're actually doing this for a, a real full-time gig. So um, I'm disappointed, though, that we're going to have to now train someone to work in the warehouse again because Lizzie and I are going to have to pack orders again, which I'm not looking forward to. So thanks a lot. Sorry. Thanks for being smart to go to college. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, Danny. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. We'll see you guys next Monday, same time, same place, 1 p.m. here on Facebook and Twitter. If you happen to be listening afterwards as a podcast, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all that good stuff, make sure you rate, subscribe, and come back each Monday for a new episode. Again, Mets are off tonight, so uh, that's it. Try to keep the faith. Don't be like We're Pete. Not. And uh, listen, 50%. I was actually... By the old curmudgeon now? Because I yeah. don't believe in the New York Mets well, in 2019. Let's be completely honest. I don't really believe that they're, they're going to be pulling any miracles either. But after seeing that poll, 50%, a lot of, lot of believers out there still. Hey, that's great, man. Be positive. I just, <laughs> I, I, That's not for me. I am stone cold realist guy. That's All why right. I haven't seen any aliens yet. I can't wait. All right, guys. <laughs> beam me up, Scotty. See you later. Hey, guys.